was the hundredth time we've done that. God damn it. Episode 100. 100. Let's go. Woo! Let's go. Let's go, man. We need a soundboard with the fancy noises and stuff. <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we earned it at 100. Damn it. We need to get... <laughs> nah, man. We bought something to drink instead. <laughs> <laughs> you goddamn right. We keeping it real, we damn it. it. Oof. Yo, welcome back, everybody. We back for episode 100 of the Carbon Footprint Podcast. He is Juan and I'm Sean. And every week we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things, make it an impact. Whether it be good, bad, or otherwise, hit them with the episode 100 drink. Yo, this week we 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 super simple, but yeah, we not. So we didn't mix nothing. <laughs> we we uh we're, we're having a little tequila today, straight out the bottle, no mixing. I was my life was threatened by a, like a 70, 80 year old man at the liquor store if I mix this. Um, but Casa Dragones, uh, hoeing. So uh, Casa Dragones makes like regular añejo tequila and I guess reposado and all that. Uh, but this is their hoeing. Um, it is their sipping tequila. We you'll notice we have what look like uh we having champagne flutes or something yep. like. This is what they recommend you drink it in so that you get like the scent and and the, all the flavors out of it and all that. Um, this shit is it works. We, dude, we were talking about ruining. Uh, remember drinks last time about certain drinks just ruined. Like <laughs> this might ruin tequila for me, bro. Like <laughs> this shit is great, man. Yeah, this is really good. And for those of you who are tequila drinkers, um, if you get a chance to treat yourself to one of these bottles, it is definitely worth it. Um, they say it should be chilled to what was it? 68 degrees. degrees. Yeah, it's about. 68. And we have it right around that. Right around. I think so. Right now, so it's yeah. little, little, little chilled, not overly chilled, um, but definitely, definitely worth the try um, if you can. Uh, if you can flip the bill for this one, this one's a little hefty. Little hefty. Bro, it leaves legs on the glass. On the glass. Like a thing of wine, bro. Yeah, bro. This about this is gonna run you by like a car payment on a Civic. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Civic from like 1990 or 2022? It's a DX from 04. Actually, you might be able to just buy the Civic at this point from like 92. Uh, But dude, this shit is good, man. I've never had any of the Casa Dragones one, man. And uh, I think we originally, we had talked about it on here. We were going to do the Don Julio. And they just didn't have it. And um and I bought it the day or the day before we were supposed to record. So I was like, nah, I got to get something, right? So then yep. uh, I couldn't wait for it to come in. So I just settled on that, man. But this, oof. No, you didn't settle. And I mean, yeah. You definitely, definitely didn't settle, this man. Is, this is probably, I mean, no, I probably, this is probably yeah. an upgrade from the yeah, book. Yeah. You know, you've had both now. I haven't had the Don Julio yet. I'm going to have to bring it next week. <laughs> we can't finish this one today. <laughs> well, me me and Juan drank, drank about $100 worth of this shit already. <laughs> yeah. so, we might um, be on 160 <laughs> Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I want to say worth every penny, bro. So yeah, if you can, if you can, yeah, if you can splurge it, man, definitely. And if you're a tequila drinker, uh, just appreciate like good. This is good, man. Yeah, uh, and it's good after my my week of of sickness. Uh, we laid a week, people. In case y'all haven't noticed, um, I was under the weather last week. And let me tell you, man, I found out something about myself last week. Mm. When I'm sick, I just don't like nobody. <laughs> Like, I don't want to do, like, I don't want to do any work. I didn't want to talk to nobody. I didn't want to hear any of my kids' stories. Just I didn't want to hear what my wife had to say. I just, like, every time somebody would start talking to me, you just, I just give them that look. Like, why are you here? Just pretend <laughs> like you're actually really sick. Like, oh. Isn't that, 
Is that normal though? I guess I don't like, know, man. Because like my so like my wife gets very um, needy. Like, 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 she's almost like, 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 take care of me. I am too, though. Are you? I'm whiny. <laughs> okay, so she's, <laughs> yeah, so she's that way. You know, like, she gets the bell. She she's gets ringing the, the bell. She gets, she's ringing the bell in the room I and shit, man. I wish out of bell in my <laughs> <laughs> Me, it was like, I didn't take any days off of work. I just, Ooh. and I, I should have. I should have taken, like, two days off and just really, like, really rested. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I chose not to, whatever. I work from home, so it's all good. Um, but it was like after work, bro, I was sitting on the couch and after dinner, like just put the game on and I just didn't want to do anything. And I, and I don't mean like, I don't want to talk to nobody. And my kids is coming over trying to tell me stories about stuff, man. And I didn't, I was like, Mm-mm. it consumes energy. Not bro. today. And you're trying to use all that energy to like <laughs> heal basically, or just not be bothered. And it's just like, I don't blame you, bro. I feel like I get a little grumpy. I mean, I get grumpy like that in general. Like, I would say, like, one one day a week, I'm like, don't talk to me, bro. I don't want to be bothered. I just want, like, yeah. So I, don't have, I wish I had an excuse. Yeah, my, my, my wife, a few times, she would go, like, are you grumpy? And I go, I'm not grumpy. I'm just sick. Yeah, you'd be like, bro, my, my nose, I can't breathe out of my nose. <laughs> it was like every time I stood up, gravity was just sucking mucus out of my nose. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah, man. We, so, we had oh, the delay, man. Yeah, yeah we, 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 we laid a week, man, but we back. We back, baby. We, we back. Back with a vengeance. The hundred. Hit me with the comment for a bit, man. What you got? Yo. Got a... <sighs> Tracy Peck, man. I'm trying to figure out how to even... Actually, man, it, I guess it's pretty shit for man. Yeah, yo. Tracy Peck, bro, um, got a couple texts from family members this week. Like, yo, man, you seen this story on CNN? This has to be you. And she's like, huh? But then she got it from a couple people. Yeah. And she was like, all right, I got to look this up. And then looked it up and then um, sees this story about these two girls who were refugees from Yugoslavia. Um, her name is Ada Zugay. Uh, and her sister's name is, I think it's Vanjie or Vanjay. Um, yeah. So they um, they were on a flight, man. And from Amsterdam to Minneapolis, uh, this is 23 years ago. Um, they were uh, fleeing Yugoslavia. I guess they were able to get here through some refugee program. Anyway, uh, Tracy Peck happened to be sitting next to them on a plane. Um, the girls are telling the story. She's like, wow, you know, like whatever. Like they sort of bond over the flight. It's a long transatlantic flight. And um, Tracy Peck, man, uh, takes out an envelope, puts a $100 bill inside, writes them a little letter like, you know, like good luck on your thing. Actually, I think I have a copy of the letter here. Yeah, it says to the girls from Yugoslavia. I am so sorry that the bombing of your country has caused you to, has caused your family problems. I hope you stay in America um, and safe and happy, f- and it's safe and happy for you. Um, a friend from the plane, Turkey, or your friend from the plane, Turk, uh, uh, Tracy. So she signs it, uh, puts in the letter, puts in her earrings, throws her earrings in, throws in a hundred dollar bill, like leaves it in the girl's bag. I, I don't, I think at the time, I don't even know if the girls know that it's in there. Right. Um, anyway. Evidently, these girls, man, one of them, um, Ada, has been looking for the last, like, eight years. Ada, yeah, Ada, Ada's okay for the last eight years, posted something on Reddit initially with the letter and the thing saying, like, yo, I want to find this woman. Um, because that, her and her sister Vanja, like, it, it, she said it changed her life. She's like, yo, the $100, like, we were buying food and, you know, like, cheap shit, like ramen noodles or whatever. But she's like, yo, it got us through that summer. Yeah, you figure this is, what, 1999? Yeah. Hundred bucks, hundred bucks. One of yeah. yeah. So, so 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 they you really stretch, stretch man. Yeah. And now they're both um they both live you know happy successful lives here. They're in different states. I think one of them's in Boston. The other one might be like in Virginia somewhere. Um, they're living a really good life. But 
all from the this act of kindness from the stranger. They said like literally gave them sort of a head start or a boost to be where they're at today. Um, I thought it was just cool, man. Like you just never know, man. Something that you do for somebody, and then it's so funny, man. They, she, she's been looking for for eight years. She she had read it. CNN ends up doing the story. Tracy's friends see it because I guess Tracy was in. The reason she was in Europe was she went to the. Uh, she's an avid tennis fan and, and and she plays tennis and so she went to the French Open and then just happened to be catching I think like a layover or maybe just took a tour of Amsterdam too, and so the girls like when they're telling the story they're like yeah this lady all all we know is like she was on her way back from France she had gone there to play tennis and to watch tennis and yeah so uh, I guess her friends who had saw the story are going yo this has to be you like yo we went to France around that same time like that so just and then you know Twitter and the internet did its thing man and just ran rampant um but within so within 24 hours of tracy finding out and going like yeah that's me um they were able to set up a uh they were able to get a hold of the girls now through like twitter and social media right. stuff and then they had a zoom call and they linked up and now they're talking about sort of like meeting each other and tracy wants her daughters to like she has kids that she wants to introduce to them that are about the same age like oh, it's just cool, a cool man. story man and i was like dude you just never know you man. just never know man yeah because i could see like I probably wouldn't do the letter thing, but I could see me leaving money like that for somebody and then just walking off. And then you just, I just never wonder, right? Like, but and I'm sure she didn't. And just to see them go like, yo, man, that got us through that summer. Like, you know, we're in this, like, it's just, we don't know where we'd be without that. And and we know it for her, it was probably meaningless. Yeah. Like, uh, it's, so just, just super cool, man. It's no, like, it just kind of goes to show, right? It's, it's like that, that be kind, right? Just mm-hmm. be, be kind to people. You never know what, what, what's going to come of it. Um, I saw a recent story, um, from a mutual friend of ours who was down at the F1 races. And he wrote this story on his page where he basically said he was sitting down waiting for this shuttle to go over to the race. Okay. Right? But it was like a, like essentially like a company shuttle. And um, there was two guys next to him that was talking. I'm probably going to get this story partially wrong. But essentially there was two guys next to him talking about how they didn't know how to get over there. They couldn't Uber because Uber couldn't get past. It was like security, like lockdown oh, over there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he heard, he overheard them and he goes, hey guys, like, let me see if I can get you on to this shuttle bus that's going to take me and some of the other employees here over to the race. Get on. He, he's able to get them on. They're talking the whole way over there. Turns out, like, this dude is like he's in with um the owner of the freaking stadium and so it's like this act of kindness actually leads to our mutual friend actually getting like i know exactly pa- who you're talking about yeah in the story because i'm like oh yeah, yeah i know course. who would do that right it's yeah. just right and I know so, exactly who would do and that and he yeah. ends up getting passes to kind of go up and he actually watched the race next to like the owner of the stadium and dan marino and yeah and it's just like and it's funny because it's this guy like we know mutually and it's like like the the guy always you know he steps in shit and lands in the bed of roses right yeah. so um, but the, he's just the, one of those guys too that people love being around. Yeah, and then you hear something like that, and you're like, "Oh yeah, that's why." That's it's him. like, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. And, and like you said, just everything he does turn roses, and you go, <laughs> "Yo, man, this is when you got to look at the world and go, yo, man, karma has got to be a thing, right? Or just the the what you put out, you get back, right? right. Like it's got to be real." And it's funny because he wrote that post like on his social media page, but the whole thing behind it, he was just like, "Yo, we always say like." Take time to be kind, right? Like, be kind to people. You never know what that's going to lead to. And back to your story, it, it it gave these girls a head start in a brand new country where they knew no one. They had nothing. 
and they ended up making it. Yeah, dude, it's, it's crazy, man. I was going to go with an asshole thing because it's the 100th and I felt like I should stay on brand. <laughs> but uh, I'm disappointed. The, sto- the story was touching, man. And uh, I didn't. I, I felt like it was well uh, deserved uh, from her because, uh, yeah, like you said, man, you just never know. Dude. You just never know, man. I think there's so many things we all take for granted. Um, you know, like something like that. Like he's just thinking like, oh, yeah, I can help these guys out. Like yeah. never looking for anything in return. Um and obviously, she she wasn't either. And you just never know, man. I feel like one little thing just makes somebody's day, life, week, month, you know, whatever. Like yep. it's just it's just cool to see, man. So shout out to Tracy, bro. Like that that was dope. Awesome, man. My carbon footprint is going out to Activision Blizzard. Yes, the maker of the game Call of Duty. Oof. Um, and you know, in respect to Military Appreciation Month. Hey, hey. Right? So Activision Blizzard actually has this um, this sort of philanthropy um, unit, if you will. It's called Call of Duty Endowment. Okay. And, and what they do is they try, they basically partner up with several, um, I guess, reputable, what do you call these? Like these organizations, like, like, paral- like Paralyzed Veterans of America and Vet Jobs. But... The purpose is to donate to these companies in in order to place military veterans in meaningful jobs. Wow. So that that has been like the number one request from and this is not just in the US, it's also in the UK. So they've just surpassed um, 100,000 placement of jobs. Wow. And then they've just they've they've committed an additional 30 million dollars to continue to support the program moving forward. And I was just like, man, that's awesome. And they have one of their, um, like, like, like their co-chair is a former Marine. Uh, for Activision or for? For, for, no, no, for, this, for this Call of Duty and down. Yep. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And so it was really cool, man, because you go like, you know, you want somebody from the military to be involved in that because they, they, they know better, right? Yeah. Uh, and the guy's, the guy's name is uh, James Jones. He's a former Marine general. Yeah. Um, but just to put into perspective, man, the Marine Corps has about 178,000 people in it total. So this this uh, this organization or this this philanthropy unit has placed 100,000 former military into, like I said, in, into sort of meaningful jobs because that, that was been that seems low, bro. 178. It is the, the Marine. The Marine Corps is the 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 smallest branch. Okay, okay. I'm like, yo, that's because we have like a few million combined. Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't realize the Marine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the numbers are, but the, but the, yeah, the they, Marines they, are they, the they place over half of that in this. And how long has the program been going on? Um, I want to say twelve years. Wow, man. So they're they're doing a good percent. Like ten percent of them a year are getting placed yeah. through this. Wow, man, that's really cool. Bro. Yeah, really I, I also cool. think it's cool because, like, I, I mean, I've, I've as an avid Call of Duty player for the last probably twelve plus years. Um, one uh, a narrative that you hear all the time about Call of Duty is that, like, especially from like uh, vets, you either get the people who love it, right, like former military guys, and you get the people who go like, "Yeah, I don't think that's entertainment. Like, I live that like sort of thing, right?" Like, you get this. So I think it's a good way to sort of go like. Hey, we we can empathize with the, the people who feel that way, maybe. But and then we're gonna we're obviously profiting off of something that for some people was traumatic. Here's how we sort of pay back 
I think. Um, and Activision needs it, bro. Activision has had a shitty like year in the news, bro. Didn't they just so, get bored or something, man? They, recently, I feel like we talked about them recently. They did, man. But the more like they've had walkouts from employees in the last uh, six months, seven months. No, actually, year, year. Because last summer they had the walkout because of the sexism and discrimination thing, and people Ooh, were demanding the CEO that. step down. That was massive, dude. Like basically, they had a culture of just shitty behavior towards women and discriminating internally. Oh, like, wow, really bad. Then they had a whole walkout about the work stoppage because of this. They acquired this Raven software thing, and there was this whole drama behind that because they were getting rid of them. So, like, the people were standing in sort of solidarity with the new, like, developers that came on. And then they had another one over the vaccine mandate. They had a walkout. So they've had, like, just a shitty year of publicity. I take it back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm not going to give it to Activision Blizzard, but I will (laughs) give it to Call of Duty Endowment. Endowment. Let's go. We'll just give it to that section because maybe the rest of the company ain't got its shit together. Dude, they've had, uh, you know, they had the CEO step down or they had the CEO, they had a a, a walkout to demand that the CEO step down back in November. Damn. Um. Yeah. The whole the, again. The, the yeah, way they handle. Blow my whole shit up, man. Dude, I, listen, man. I'm saying they needed the good publicity. So it's cool <laughs> to see that they, and it's cool to see that they didn't do that in response to this because they've been doing it for a while. Right. But uh, the Call of Duty, and it's, I mean, dude, that's such a popular like Call of Duty. Like you know, the running joke is like it's the same game every year, right? They just throw like lipstick on it and like a different scenery. People love it, bro. People love it, man. And I, I'm, including my kids, I my buy kids every too, every single one of them, bro. Every year I buy it, even if I say I'm not gonna buy it, I end up buying it. I only played the first. One. Back the, in like old first one on a PC. Oh my god, bro! They had like a. Uh, it was still World War Two stuff back then, right? So then they had. I don't even remember. I just know I had a disc. Now they like rotate it all, and they'll be like modern times, and it'll be like Cold War times, and it'll go back to World War Two. Ah, okay. Yeah, so it's cool, man. But it's definitely probably the most popular gaming franchise of all time. I mean, I would say Call of Duty has to be. I don't. I don't know that either. Either that, or you got to think um, like Madden. Yeah, right. Like the sports games, you got to go yeah. Madden or like FIFA or something like that. Like Call of Duty is like synonymous with like video games. Like at this point, like it's a it's a staple every year. You get yeah. a new one, just like you do with Madden and stuff. So like, yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Do that, and, and the, dude, I think. Um, Especially for vets, man. Like I, I always find that every single person in the military that I've met that has had at least some sort of. Um, some combat time they're never the same man like they're never the same like you know especially if you knew that person beforehand and you meet them and i don't say ever the same but obviously things are supposed to change you and you're supposed to grow and all that i'm talking like there's something like i don't know man it's almost like there's a there's an innocence that's been stripped away or a view right. of the world that's been viewed you know what i mean like and, and i don't know that that's necessarily ptsd because i have seen people with ptsd as well but then also just like a a, a way like a like an emptiness a cold i don't even know how to yeah. articulate it man no i mean it's got to be something to to killing another person mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. if, if if you're sort of a, a normal um you know a normal sort of citizen i, I will say that when you know when i'll just speak for myself when i was in the marines um, boot camp itself changes you. I, I remember coming back around like the neighborhood mm-hmm. and and not feeling the same around my group of friends that I had, you know, prior to going to it. Is it just because you felt like um, I don't know, man? They do such a good job of making you feel like this togetherness um, with the yeah. Like I wanted to be around other marines, other marines, yeah. And then you start to they, you start to kind of feel like man these people ain't doing nothing or like it wasn't even nothing like a greater man. cause for it, no no I didn't I didn't feel that way it was I don't know why man I just I think maybe because I had just gone through and it's just boot camp right but 
I think just because I had just gone through boot camp, like I just wanted to be around people that had just gone through what I went Experience through. Experience it too. Because they, they, they could understand what you, like you, all your, I guess, you know, when you're, when you're together with people, you tend to talk about like shit you're, that's happening to you right now. And for the last, like however long, six right, months, but, but that's was, been no, your life like or whatever. Three right? months, right? It's like three months that you're in, that you're in boot camp, And it was like, and it's true. Like I can't, I can tell you stories, but it doesn't hit the same. It doesn't same. hit the same. Yeah. yeah like, you don't really know. You don't really understand what 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 that's like. Yeah, it's like if you have a conversation about work with somebody who doesn't do what you do or doesn't understand what you do, and and like you like oh yo, yeah, it doesn't hit the same. Yeah, like, like yeah, yeah. Sorry, this would be really funny with another like <laughs> with another <laughs> IT person, another accounting person, or they'd be like, dude, don't you work on a computer like at home? Oh, <laughs> my favorite. Like, you, how can you be tired? Don't you sit behind a desk all yeah, day? How could right. you be tired? Yeah, it's like that whole thing. But Yeah, it's like, no, dude, uh, there's some days I'd rather dig ditches mm-hmm. for eight hours. Those guys get the clock out. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> like, real. Something to be said for that, man. They, they figured it out, man. We're really fucking around. Bro, before you get off this military shit, bro, I, I, I don't know why, and this shit fascinated me, and I should have just assumed this was always a thing, but um, <laughs> I went down this rabbit hole of military uh sea animals basically so i i guess it's it's happening so we have dogs yes you said sea animals sea animals i'm talking dolphins and like sea lions and like ooh, dolphins i could probably see yeah super intelligent trainable um and evidently it came up because of this whole thing in um in um ukraine russia where uh they're they're like murdering i guess not murdering but like their dolphins aren't like they're bombing like the little fucking cages where they keep these military dolphins like they're like in barracks their own sort of barracks type. oh shit also so the the ukraine government has these so russia does oh russia is like nah 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 we gonna go ahead and handle that real quick like (laughs) and so there's just shit and i guess they've been can't use those anymore nope so it, it popped up, but anyway, so I went down this rabbit hole, and come to find out, bro, like it's very common. And the and the it's funny, man. The three countries that use it the most, Russia, um, they're supposedly like the top one, the U.S., and then supposedly North Korea uh, is, wow. is thought to have used them. But dolphins, like uh, the U.S., uses them because they can detect underwater mines and bombs and and submarines and shit like that, and they just come back and report. Like how the fuck, bro? <laughs> like, it's like a homing pigeon. It base that's what it is. <laughs> Underwater homing pigeon. I was pigeon. like, yo, that is wild shit, bro. You you think yo, you just step your game up, SeaWorld. Meanwhile, we protesting SeaWorld over yo, here. Yo, flounder coming back telling me there's a bomb down there, bro. That's crazy, bro. No, it's flipper. Flipper. Oh, that's right. <laughs> right. Ooh, he's the one with the one flipper? No, which is he the one that had dolphin. the one, the dolphin that had the one uh, flipper. This is, a, is this a real life? This, yeah, there's a whole movie. And it's I'm, based not, on I'm a talking true about story. the old fucking the old TV show. And it's out of here in um in um I think that it was alive here at the like St. Pete Aquarium or or Clearwater or oh, something no, like I that, bro, that. or Tampa Aquarium maybe. Anyway, it was this dolphin. Now I know how he lost the fucking flipper, bro. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna talk about he was born that way. Oh shit! <laughs> it's a casualty of war. Yeah. I was like, damn, bro. I did. Yo, it just made me trip out because I go, yo, there's so many different programs and m- the money that we spend on just shit like that that I would have never That's even enough, thought of, bro, or just thought that we would have. Yeah, I mean, no, it makes perfect sense. Is, you know, I wonder if it is that something that's like. Do you get somebody that that's that's like worked for say like a Sea World? Yeah, you get that, some kind of marine biologist that then comes into the military, yeah, and then goes, yo, you know 
We can use dolphins for this. Nah, bro. You know what happens, dude? You know how the military's like, yeah, yeah, we'll pay for your college. And then some dude went to school to go be a marine biologist. Ooh, and yeah. the military probably goes, like, hey, man, like instead of working for SeaWorld, how about you come over here? Can you just teach this guy how to sniff out C4? <laughs> <laughs> can he throw up a gang sign or something if he sees a submarine? That's the wrong color. <laughs> like, bro. Like, I, yo, in some ways, I wonder if the military pays for college because they know, like, yo, can you re-recruit these guys when they've done, you know, because the military will take, like, accountants, they'll, like, forensic. Oh, yeah. You know, they don't give a file, fuck. They'll take anybody. And, you know, psychologists, obviously, because they're trying to get into the mind. Like, literally, the U.S. government employs, like, anything and everything you can as far as the military goes. As they should. So, yeah, absolutely. So, I go, yo, man, this whole we'll pay for college thing is self-serving. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got fucked on me. <laughs> I got I did college after you. You did your time at least, bro. <laughs> but like, I wonder though if you ever like it wise, if you went to apply and you're like, no, nah, I'm former military, and then like I have this skill set, right? Like, yeah. Does I don't know, man. Like, that would be I, I knew I knew guys in 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 the it field that actually did that while they went in military as well. Oh, really? Yeah. It's funny, man. I, I uh, a couple years back, I did see jobs in. Um, it's either Homeland Security or CIA or FBI, something like that. But it was in accounting, but it was like forensic accounting where you sort of uh, like, yeah. you know, oh, you had to tr- trace back like laundering or where these like, terrorists are keeping money, like shit like that. I was like, that would be kind of fun. But would it be? I think if you're going to do accounting, that's probably as fun as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being an auditor. Yeah, that's, right? Yeah. Essentially. But, but it's all boring, right? So if you're going to be doing it, at least it might as well be an interesting story behind it. <laughs> Oh uh, shit, dude! Did you see uh, your boy, man, Dave Chappelle, got attacked this week, man? Yo, man, the, I did you well, see? The, I don't know. Did you guys see this? Like, so I he saw was, the video. So he's doing a whole special, right? I didn't see what the special is. It's like ne- Netflix. Ho- yeah, I don't know. If he, Hollywood Bowl, and he did this whole thing with his friends. He did like Dave Chappelle and 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 friends. But it's a thing. It's a, and it has Netflix in the name. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like Netflix sucks or something. Oh, like that's that. fucking hilarious. Let me see. I wonder if that's. Because he did a whole series of shows that whole weekend at the Hollywood Bowl. Dude, I think he did four nights. And then he did a bunch of other headliners are with him. Like, he's having a bunch of comedians. It's like a, almost like a, his own festival. Which, I mean, he's Dave Chappelle. He's got, like, yeah, the pool. It's, it's not it's on Netflix sucks, but it's something else. Something with Netflix in a name. But he's doing, like, bringing all these comedians together. But anyway, he's on stage, man. And some dude, just some random dude. Comes tackles up there and him, right? Tackles him, Yeah. And what was funny was, so they beat the fuck out of this guy. Did you, you see, see his him? Arm? Oh, Dude, his arm was like bent the wrong way. I was yeah, like, bro. Yeah. And it was like Dave Chappelle did not do that. So yeah, the security, bro. Security. Which they good. Rough, they roughed him up good, bro. And then what surprised me though was that they didn't press charges. They're like probably, they probably like yeah, bro. Like no, not them, but like the like whoever the district attorney is. Like they didn't press charges uh, on the yeah. Why weren't you on the trespasser, right. bro? I was thinking that, like, what do you have to do? Because he also had, the guy had a knife with him. He didn't use it, um, but he did have a Yo, knife with him. Can you imagine how bad that could have been, bro? You're Dave Chappelle. I'm also like, how the fuck does he get on stage? Yeah. Like, without getting tackled. Bro, you seen that that guy from the NBA a couple weeks back? The, the chick barely put a toe on the court and the homie tackled. Like, they a needed woman, right? that guy. It was, a, it was yeah. a woman. <laughs> they needed that guy, bro, to tackle. Did you hear uh, who the security was at Dave Chappelle's thing, right? Uh-uh. The same uh, security team from Astro World from The Crushing. 
Remember Astro World? Oh, the one with where they where, where, they where killed, the, the, the people, people who died because they got trampled over. It yeah. was the same security working the Dave Chappelle event. No, oh, man, that, that, that's how he got through. <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers just be enjoying the show. <laughs> they don't they don't be watching nothing. They don't be securing nothing. They just watching the show. Like, oh, that was funny. And then they be like, yo, who's that goon on stage with Dave? <laughs> Why's he trying to stab him? <laughs> Dude, but that shit, man. I just saw the guy like coming coming out of the stretcher. He's all knuckled up, right? His face, he's bleeding. He's knuckled up, and in his arm is the wrong way. Bro, it looked like a cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> like he's been taken away. And his arms the wrong way. I was like, Ugh. yeah. If y'all have not seen that, definitely go go Google that shit. I love though. I love though the Chris Rock the banter back and forth where Dave's like, yo, I just got attacked by like a fucking crackhead or something like that. And Chris Rock said, at least it wasn't the softest rapper alive <laughs> of all time or some <laughs> shit like that, yo. I was like, yes, because now I feel like Chris Rock is hitting this stride now where he goes nah i'm going in on the jokes so yeah i to. can't wait to hear the you know his next he has special. to bro. and he's going on tour i was like i gotta find a way to make he's one of the on stops. tour now right yeah and he's doing uh, uh a couple nights with uh kevin hart in the northeast so a Ooh, lot of philly there. new york new jersey i think stops connecticut maybe um, oh F- philly isn't that where will's from yeah and kevin hart so to do a stop there man would be uh, so i'm i gotta look man and try to try to line that up because that's gonna be awesome those two guys together man in the same show that that'd be awesome but just to see chris right now i feel like the jokes are gonna hit him and he's just gonna go in he's gonna go in and i can't wait bro to hear i really i still wish that he had gone in that night Mm -hmm. i do too man but there's a based on a lot of shit like from chris but i I, I get it yeah yeah i think like you're on a lot of the shit that he's gone through i feel like okay it makes sense um as far as like you know him always being bullied and shit like that and all that, but I, I feel like once he's had time to process it and think about it, like I'm like, yo, he's gonna come with heat, man, because he's also as a guy, just one of the greatest comedians I ever lived. So you go like this guy, there's no way that he just squashes this and lets it. You can't. I think for the culture, you can't. Just for the for the for the no, for the comedy the, the comedy community, especially, bro. I'm telling you, man, people think it's okay. Like this shit with Dave now. Like if it becomes okay to attack a comedian for some shit you don't like. I, I'm like, what? Like, I don't know why this guy did. He could just be some dude suffering from mental illness. But I felt like the precedent that Will set was, and the fact that he went unpunished, like, I, basically, like, oh shit! If you don't like what a comedian says, you can just go up there and like, right. like just walk out, bro. Like, and he didn't go really unpunished, but he went unpunished as far as like the law is concerned. Yeah, the law, but also that night, bro. He got to stick around. He got to win an award. He got to like. I'm like now they're like, oh, he's banned from that for ten years. So like, you think Will cares about that? He got Oscar already. Like, I think if he didn't have one, it might sting a little. But he won one. Like y'all gave him one and then went. You can't win one for the next ten years. Like I ain't win one for the last twenty five, bro. Like yeah, true. I'm all right. <laughs> like I, I don't know, man. And I guess if you're hiring Will, maybe it hurts you because you're like, yo, I can't even submit my movie. Well, I guess you could submit the movie. You can't submit Will though for his for his that's role not, in it. And that's what I think is gonna. Be- Hurt him as far as like yes, in his the pockets, roles. Right? But dude, you could could you? I, I don't know what that means. Could you submit it for best picture, but you can't submit him for best actor? Like, I mean, maybe you're okay with that. Yeah, but are you even taking a chance to put him in your movie at this point? I, I think he has to lay low for like a year. Yeah, I think he, he lay low for like. I, bro, I think I'm telling you, you gotta you gotta dump Jada, and then we'll all be okay with it. <laughs> and then we'll feel bad. We'll like, be like, damn man, she made me do it. Yeah, exactly, bro. Yo, I wasn't in my right headspace. You seen that bitch? She crazy. Like all the stuff she did with me, with you know, or, or whatever. Like I was going through it. I think we'd empathize with him more, and then go from that, man. But yeah, dude, I I, I saw the whole shit that it was Astro World Security, and I was like, of course it was, bro. It's like the most. It's like the it must be the same people who 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 secure the capital. You gotta be 
<laughs> oh, these security teams. <laughs> How did you guys keep getting jumped? Yeah. <laughs> Spaghetti strainer as security, bro. <laughs> You seen this uh, oh, this Johnny Depp shit, man? Yo, I bro, <laughs> this whole shit is. Just... I have not really been following it, man. But it's just been me neither. News. I kind of knew the story already a little bit, dude. But... So I mean, he's taking her to court because like it's like a defamation lawsuit, right? Mm-hmm. So he's just basically saying I lost all this money because you talked you talked this shit about me. Yeah, you accused me of abusing you. All right. So now, but dude, it's like everything about the court case, the like the antics, like with this dude drawing his little doodles and passing it off to his to his lawyer did you see your girl snorting coke no oh my god bro i I, listen you did not hear that from me (laughs) allegedly allegedly (laughs) allegedly bro she takes out like a tissue that she wants to kind of blow her nose but instead in kind of like closes one nostril there's like a quick inhale takes the the tissue away and then it's like kind of like like no. dude i know people that that's oh that yeah coke, same, bro. i know dude. the game like that shit i was like oh wow man and of course you know like social media catches everything the internet is fantastic i love the internet man people who got no who, people who got all the free time in the world to just create <laughs> memes and the videos and the parodies man i love y'all <laughs> y'all keep doing you man bringing a little joy every day <laughs> like bro i don't yo first of all you know how fire your pussy gotta be for some dude to let you beat him and shit on his bed <laughs> you know what i'm saying bro? at least it was good that day bro, it's, bro i'm telling you right now bro crazy pussy hit different clearly because yo she shit on your bed and you let she her abuse that, right? you she claims it was a joke. She said I was playing a prank, which I mean, I ain't that's, never that's the go to shit on my bed, yeah, bro. I ain't never shit on nobody, but uh, like nothing, bro. And if I do, I'm hiding it. <laughs> like I ain't trying, that shit is an accident. <laughs> it was not on purpose, bro. <laughs> but bro, she she so he stays with her, and he's Johnny Dad. It's not like he's having a tough time getting right. a girl, bro. And then Elon Musk dates her right after that. That's right. Oh, that's so right. like. And and a series of other people, bro. James Franco, I think, came out like she she had a threesome because I guess she's into girls too with okay. James Franco and some other. So the, the further I went down the rabbit hole, I'm like, it makes sense, bro. She it gotta be fired. Like it has to be. There's no. You think I'm gonna let you beat me as a grown ass man? There's and I don't know Johnny Depp. I, you could technically flip this, bro, and say like he's, he's a little the woman. Dude, yeah, he's the woman in the relationship. Like, that's, <laughs> but bro. You, I'm just you, you like you probably upset with her and then she put it on you and you like man everybody deserve a break we all have bad days <laughs> <laughs> I shut the bed too when I was two <laughs> like the fuck bro that whole shit is just so crazy but I hope bro like I think she's full of shit I definitely think she's a little crazy I don't think Johnny's innocent either I, I do think I mean he's a weirdo right like but I can't yeah. imagine him being abusive like she's saying but I don't know but I do believe him when he says, like, this trick is crazy. And he's telling the stories. And she ain't disputing the crazy, bro. She just got excuses as to the why. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I know. I'm like, it's fire. <laughs> like, it has to be. I, I haven't been watching. Did you watch any of it? No, man. I'm not watching. I got the time, bro. Yeah, I got the kind of time. I don't care. I don't care that much, bro. I just see. I just keep seeing it. It's, it's like in your face. I'm actually surprised that it's news. Mm-hmm. Right, like let the case go on. Me and too, let bro. me know I'm what like, the, we treating this like. Let me OJ? know what, yeah, let me know what the outcome is. Like, why man. is it on care. TV? 
Right. It's, I thought it was weird. Like, I'm like, yo, I thought it was a mock thing, but I'm like, yo, this is no, an actual no, it's trial. Job. It's like Court TV has that shit. I'm yeah. like, I guess it's because of the whole law. Is it, is it because of that the California lets you televise pretty much everything, right? Like, all the oh, court. Because I'm like, why would we, why would you televise that? Like, but I guess you can. And if you're the whatever, like whoever um, broadcasts that, you're like, yeah, I'm doing that. Yeah. One. So is is Johnny Depp and and is it Amber Heard? Right? Yeah. Are they getting paid for that? I'm sure no. No. I don't think so because you, it's a it's a it's a court proceeding. You're not even allowed to make money off your crimes. Like so, I'd imagine that they're not getting paid. It's probably just some constitutional thing in California. Like, uh, you're in court. Like, California has open public court. Like, you're going to get recorded. I bet you they got to sign waivers and shit if oh, you want to wow. go through with the suit. Yeah. I doubt it. I'd be curious. Yeah, but, yeah, man, I just kept thinking, like, bro, that's got to be on a whole nother level. And it just, bro, it just, it just proves the theory, bro. Crazy pussy. <laughs> got to hit different. That good shit. <laughs> A wise man once said. <laughs> Why had I bring that up? <laughs> you know where I'm about to go with it. I'm going to just stop it right there because we know. But yeah, man. Damn, dude. That shit is wild, bro. I just come like, you'll punch her in the neck, bro. Fuck? Yo, I'm going to sit there like a grown man and be like, yo, she hit me? Like, I don't know, man. Uh, that shit's just crazy to me, bro. But dude, on the same... The uh, kind of same topic. I saw this story this week that this girl got charged with sexual assault on a guy, which I'm like, whoop whoop! Shout out to the fellas one time, bro, because we we, yeah. been, we been getting dragged to the coals, <laughs> but <laughs> deservedly so. But but this chick gets charged with sexual assault because she poked holes in the condom in an attempt to get pregnant uh, with a dude who was like her friends with benefits. But I guess she started catching feelings. And so the dude was like, nah, bro, like, this is cool. I just want to keep doing this. Right. Um, she didn't like that, huh? Bro, again, proves the theory. She's clearly crazy. <laughs> crazy hit different. And then she, like, she pokes holes in his condoms. And I guess had been doing it, trying to get knocked up, bro. And then uses, like, has all these text messages and all the shit where she tries to blackmail him and tells him, like, oh, I've been fucking with your condoms. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm pregnant. And, like, all this shit, bro. And luckily, I guess she didn't end up getting pregnant or or or, or lost it through a miscarriage. Something, bro. But didn't have a baby. But now he has all this evidence, bro. And and they were able to charge her with sexual assault, which I I, I guess I could see yeah, how. How's I don't that? know how that is, but. I don't know, I mean, whatever, bro. Blackmail. Yeah, that's what I would think it would be, but I don't know. Sexual assault. Like, fuck it. We, so we out here getting me too, fellas. Convicted? Um, I think it's still in. Uh, still in yeah, I think she just got charged with it. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, bro. See, we could yeah, me too, too. Wouldn't, I wouldn't think that you would get charged with sexual assault for that. Maybe blackmail. I wonder if it's sexual assault because you're unknowingly or unwantingly, and if that's a, I'm making that shit up, um, doing something sexual that you didn't want to, which is like. I guess busting the nut inside her is doesn't you know what I mean? Like I guess, man. Ladies, y'all gotta hit us up on this one, man. Like I am so curious as to why you would want to sort of like trap somebody yeah, in with that a baby. Way. Yeah, like do you think that the, I wonder if the if the mindset is like, oh, like he'll eventually love me like that? Yeah. Right? Like is that, that the I guess is on the flip it? side, you know what kind of shit you got to be putting down for her to want to lock you down like that, bro? <laughs> Yo, you know who not. What if, what if you ain't really laying down like that, but is but but she thinks you are? I guess. You're like, bro. man, I didn't put in that much work. Yeah, that, but you know, I guess it's all in the eyes of the beholder, right? Um, like, what? it, it just got to be good to her. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but I'm saying like the mindset, right? Like, do you, is that is that what they think, or at least this person, or maybe women? Like I said, maybe y'all can answer that question. We got to put that shit on IG. Yeah, dude, we like, got to get the answer. Like, I want to hear, I want to hear the women out there chime in. Like, why would you try to lock down somebody like that? Because that it can only lead to resentment later on. Yeah, but it's not healthy, especially bro. no. Like he knew beforehand that she was doing this, yeah. right? Because she told him. She she admitted she to. She admitted, it. yeah, bro. I'm, I'm telling you, and he didn't stop smashing her after she told him. <laughs> you know he why, just, bro? He just made sure that we going back to the crazy pussy theory, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, man. She just caught it. She just kept catching him on the right day. <laughs> Yo, you know who gotta have trash dick, bro? Oh, oh boy, uh, you saw the inmate that fled with the um, with the police officer, Vic, oh, Vicky White. Okay, so I only saw, I saw, I saw when it happened because she was supposed to like transport him, yes. from some place to another to like a I don't know like a mental. She made that up, some shit, right? So she made that up to get oh, him out. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, good, yeah. good. So she made that up to get him out. Uh, I guess they realized like he was never supposed to be where she said he was supposed to be. It's been a couple hours. She ain't back, and they put two and two together. Like she left. I guess they had been in like a two year relationship. So if y'all don't know the story, this this, this uh, Vicky White, she's a fifty six year old uh, corrections officer, um, essentially busts out this guy. And I don't know if they just this is coincidental, but his name is also uh, White. It's Casey White. Um, he's thirty eight. So they spent they had a two year long relationship while he's been in jail. Okay, and then she busted him out. And they were on the run for like 10 days from a prison in Alabama. I think they just caught him in Indiana. She shoots herself. She did die. Um, I'm trying to figure out if he did. She killed herself, bro? Yeah, so she later died. So she shot herself, kind of failed, but then ends up dying in the hospital subsequently. So Okay, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. So This is all yesterday that she shot herself, I think. So I'm assuming she shot herself because she just realized she made a mistake? Or I guess you don't really know. No, um... She, what do you mean like why she shot herself yeah because she's bro she's going to jail for a long time for busting out this inmate and like, wasn't she like about to retire or yeah, some dude, shit man right six bro and then they took away her pension they took away thing i mean her life is essentially over you figure she's got to be doing 10 to 20 years in prison bro so what the like i wonder what the plan was you get to the border get to mexico Nah, you're going the wrong way. They were in Alabama. They were close. They called nah. Indiana. <laughs> nah, they were going to. Canada. That makes sense, bro. They probably did think it was Mexico. They're from Alabama, bro. The education. The <laughs> <laughs> motherfucking compass was like, nah, it's gotta be north. <laughs> South is water. South. <laughs> yeah, they, we ain't seen Mexico down there. We saw the ocean. They turned around and kept going. Fuck, bro. Like the, <laughs> but I was I, I saw a story and I go, yo, I know his dick trash because it took her two years to bust him out. <laughs> like if he put she wasn't motivated, she wasn't motivated, bro. She loves him, loves him, like like for his feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like that's two years. <laughs> that's not you're not getting you're not getting a glass dildo made out of his ashes. Bro, <laughs> like you, <laughs> that's only my shit. That's only my shit. <laughs> it took you two years. That means you love him for him. <laughs> you, got, you, you, you like him as a person. How gross is that? <laughs> you trash dick, bro, because, yo, as much as women want to say men make stupid decisions, and, and they're right, women will equally make as stupid as a decision of a good dick. And I feel like if he laid the pipe, he'd have been out two years ago. He'd have been out week one. She'd have figured it out, bro. She'd have had him out in the fucking in a laundry van or something. He'd have been gone already, bro. But yeah, I wonder how they work that shit like in the prisons. 
Like, is the is the prison guard taking you out and y'all going, like you said, like into the laundry room? Like, I wonder how that shit happens. You figure there's got to be time and opportunity, especially if you're doing, like, overnight shifts and stuff like that. Like, and you're yeah. just moving them from, you know, got to take them to his job or whatever the fuck it is. Like, yeah, to the laundry or cafeteria duty or whatever. Like, you could you figure you could slide into a yeah. janitor closet real quick or something. <laughs> like, Dude, there's a, a Joe Rogan recently interviewed, like, these two guys that were, like, um, given their giving their takes on being like a first time prisoner mm-hmm. holy shit do the stories these guys told if you guys get a chance man again i don't know what the name of it is but he interviews like two prisoners and um man so some of the takes or some of the things that they had to go through and like 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 almost getting killed and like like knowing that people are after you and like almost like the whole system the almost like the political system within the jail like it includes the prison guards and sometimes how they how they interfere and sometimes they don't interfere. Yeah, I believe that shit. Yeah, yeah, bro. yeah. So they were they were kind of going through all of that. And I was like, man, what a fucking scary situation. I, it's that like was, that out here. What would make us think that it's any different in there? You know what I'm saying? Like out here, it's about like who you know, what you know, the political. Yeah, like, I know. But typically, like, there's not dudes coming to your house trying to knife you. Not for us, but you but know what I'm saying. Some like, but yeah, and then in prison, you it's just it's just a a, a more sort of closed off like um environment and i think stakes are higher for some of those yeah, guys yeah 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 that's God, that's crazy that whole shit is just nuts bro but dude you, you bust a murder like he was a murder suspect i would so he's not like you're busting out a dude who's yeah, in there for right. like grand theft auto like ah uh, yeah dude I, I don't know that shit's gotta be what goes through your like what like you said what's the plan yo we're gonna escape we're gonna be happily ever after and like in, in mexico Indiana? but we took yeah i don't even know bro <laughs> Yeah, but, but, but we the only comp- got as far as Indiana. God damn it, the compass is broke. <laughs> the comp- <laughs> it says north, Vicky. <laughs> Keep going north. Mexico's that way for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, man, you see the uh, NBA, uh, NFL draft? Yo, I did watch. Uh, actually, I didn't. Yo, I'll be honest. I forgot the draft was I on the too, day bro. it was on, bro. And somebody too. sent me some, my my brother sent me some heartbreaking ass news from it. As a Titans fan, he yeah, sends me the, your receiver AJ, right? bro. Yeah, he sends me that, and I go, "What the fuck?" And then I go, "The draft is today." <laughs> I was like, it's like I knew it was on, but then I forgot that. I yeah, forgot right. on the day. It was one of those. Yeah, yeah. Like I knew it was coming, but I forgot it was that day. Yeah. Yeah. So I won't go into the draft per se, but. I was thinking about the draft, man, and I was like, man, how many guys get drafted that don't pan out for the teams? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, to, to correlate that to real world, um, you know, we, we do resumes and, and we go on job interviews and, and, and like the weight that's put on job interviews, like you go through like potentially like three rounds of job interviews in some places, right? And then we put all this wait on those job interviews and the resume to try to make the right decision for somebody who's going to work for the company, right? And on it could be on your team and you're hoping that they're going to do well just based on talking to them three yeah. times, right? Yeah. Uh, when people are at their fakest. Right. Right? Like no one's themselves. And I was thinking like, this is got to be the most expensive interviews, like quote unquote interviews that happens. These guys are are doing interviews. They're doing. They're scouting. There's people scouting them. There's combines. They have the Wonderlic test, which I think is just for QBs, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I'm not sure. Yeah, I know them. it's more. It's definitely weighed um, more with QBs. 
for yeah. sure. Because yeah, the only time you ever hear about it is with, is with QB. Yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe maybe it is the only one. But like I said, the combine with it with, with it sort of measuring like how high you can jump, how fast you can run. Nowadays, you got social media, so they know like what you're doing outside. Like there was that there was that story a couple of years ago. Remember the guy who um was potentially like a first round draft pick, but then they caught him with the gas mask, smoking oh, weed. Remember smoking that shit? Weed, yep. And now that dude is like uh, he didn't pay for the, pay for the Raiders. He I went to the say? Dolphins. Um, Dolphins. It was the offensive lineman, uh, uh Tunsil. Let me Tunsil. Is that who it was? Okay. And and but he's like one of the most top paid dudes right now. Like he had to get through that, yeah, and then kind of prove himself again on the field, and then he got his money. But most times, man, what you what you find from the draft is like they still get it wrong, especially in the fir- the first rounders. They they most of the time they get it wrong, and I'm just like fuck, man. You know the NFL is doing all they can, spending all this money and all these resources trying to get it right and they still get it wrong bro yeah you said they they get psychologists yes they they watch endless amounts of tape can you imagine there was tape of us doing our job <laughs> you know, no, no. <laughs> tape of you at home yeah <laughs> look how he grabs that cup of water his hands are small his hands are too small his wingspan is thing like it's so i don't know i'm sure these guys have the data to prove like what hits and what doesn't like in terms of like the majority of the time right but it's still there isn't an absolute ever no like you're still taking it bro because the one thing you can't measure bro is a human like the like like people gonna people bro like so and and like you said even in a if you're a, a freak athlete you could be a shitty human being right you could be a dumb human being and then if you're a dumb one you could be um like really good at everything else you got a good heart you know what i'm saying like it's just like and then so it goes like yo your effort might make up for that so it's just one of those things where you just go is there truly a measure for hiring someone um because i dude i'm and you've been in similar situations i've hired a ton of people like i've I don't. Know, I mean, I don't want to say I'm right most of the time, but I, I definitely I hit more than I don't. Right. I I definitely have had bad hires, but dude, if I'm being honest, it's very rarely based on what I see on paper. Yeah. It's always based on the person in front of me. Like I, in fact, man, I've had people, and I have had scenarios with the person in front of me. I was like, fuck, I'm not sure, man. But then I yeah, went, and you're getting supposedly like their best version, yes. or at least they're trying, right? To present they're trying to be. And I went, man, if version. this is you, and but bro, on the flip side of that, I have had people come in and be so authentic, where you go, that's not how you should act on an interview, and I hired them because of that. Yeah, because I'm like, nah, fuck it, I know what I'm getting. Like I, I felt like you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna reward the authenticity because I can deal with that. Like I know, okay, if this is you. Then like cool. I mean, th- I could have got burned with the like. This is you being good. You know what I'm right, saying? Like, but right. but um, yeah, dude. Those those you said they spend millions of dollars. And how often do these guys bust? Like, I, I'd be curious. I don't. I'm, I know it's out there, but like, what the strike rate is on say like a first round pick where you figured you. Spend yeah, it. and I wouldn't say that 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 the entire it's not it's not true for the entire draft, Mm-mm. but but a lot of those like highly touted recruits you know or or college players that are you know that are on for especially quarterbacks Mm -hmm. like quarterbacks to me especially first round quarterbacks they miss more than they hit oh yeah dude yeah you figured the 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 yeah i feel like i can definitely think of the people who go in first where you're like oh yeah very few work out like very few work out and it was only in this year that there was only one qb taken in the first round 
I think it was uh, the dude from the Steelers. Uh, is, is it Pickett? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, some yeah, yeah. Kenny Pickett. Yeah, yeah. So the last time that a cube that only one QB was taken in the first round was EJ Manuel from FSU, and he went to the I Bills, go well. and that didn't Bills, and that didn't go well. Man. That didn't go yeah, this was a, a pretty poor class of QBs. Of QBs, man. yeah. But you know what, man? I also think that environment matters. Absolutely. Right. So, and and I've I've seen even people that I've hired that um that i thought did well but but maybe others thought that they didn't Mm -hmm. and then they left and went on to do bigger and better things elsewhere you're right bro because i i feel like i mean i I feel like you can apply that to us right like we may perform very different uh under different managers right like there's managers that are probably going to get the best version of us because they're just good at getting that out and there's managers where we would probably suck for um I've definitely have had that on on the flip side where I have had people either underperform or or overperform um, with me, and then they go somewhere else or or I'm not there or whatever, and then you get like the opposite sort of thing with them, bro. And you know it's funny, man. I thought about this even more. I strike out more on I feel like on promotions versus hires. Like I was thinking about this while you were talking. Yeah. And yeah, man, and I think as I've as I've gotten older and I've progressed in my career, one of the things that I'm that I'm sort of getting, um, uh, I guess, more familiar with, and 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 I think just being conscious about is that some of the things that make someone really really great at their job, depending on the skill set, like what the job is, right? The skill set doesn't necessarily always translate into management, right? And so what it's forced me to do is look at certain uh, traits, like personality traits, and go. Oh yeah, I should have saw that coming. Like, there's some men that for uh, me after okay. the fact were so obvious, and I went, "Wow, I, I was rewarding the hard work um, from a transactional perspective." But I didn't, I didn't, I, I sort of took out the like, "Hey, there's these factors in this person's personality that aren't going to re- necessarily translate well into management." And so, okay. like, I feel like I've struck out more from that perspective. Like, well, when we were having that conversation, I was thinking about like the hires, dude. And because I w- typically, man, if you're good at your job. Mm-hmm. it's natural for people to go like, oh, yeah, that person's, if you're like, that person should be manager. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's not, that's not true. <laughs> Dude, it's like the, like if you stick to the sports, it's like, um, like generally good players don't make good coaches. Yeah. Like great players make not great, really yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not great players, not great right? Players. Like because they're naturally good at that. Like the things that make them good as a player are the things that are going to make them terrible at managing people and egos. So and who like, are the outliers, right? I see Jason Kidd. Yeah, 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 and then I would say Jason Kidd's the outlier because of the position, right? Like because from 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 the X's and O's perspective, like no one has to know the floor better than the point guard on the right. team. You know, like I think Chris Paul would probably make a great coach, but uh, or like a Steve Nash, or, you know, Steve Kerr, all these guys. Oh, that's like right. Steve Nash too. So like I feel like those positions, but yeah, he I, I would I would definitely agree that Jason Kidd's the outlier in that because Jason Kidd's an all time great, right? Like a, a Hall of Famer or should be. I don't but he's, he's not like an all time scorer. No. No, no, no. But all time he's assists. A, he's just a, a a general of the floor. Yeah. So you figure guys like him. I feel like I feel like John Stockton would have been successful as a coach. I know he never went into that. Um, but dude, what other guys? Mark Jackson. I feel like Mark Jackson's a good coach. He's, obviously, he's a great yeah. coach. Man. Didn't didn't get a lot. I of thought he was a great coach, man. I, I did just, too, man. 
I think I, he never really got the... I, I can't figure out why people won't give him another opportunity. The only thing I can think of is there's something that we don't know that's happened or players talk about him. Dude, or I hope nobody hires him because I love him oh, I love as a commentator, him. bro. I do, too. I was just telling him, him to and, my uh, brother, dude. Him and Jeff Van Gunny together. Dude, me and my brother were talking about this Saturday. We were watching, I think it was Golden State. And I was like, man, as as, as bummed out as I am about him, I love you, the whole mama that goes that man. Yeah. Like, like, I love like hearing <laughs> with that, with, with Breen and Van Gunny. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, I love Love listening to that group, but I did hear that he interviewed with the Lakers this week. So I'm like, that oh, would be an interesting yeah, okay. hire. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm not sure how I feel about that, but I'm like, you know what? Maybe they need some discipline there and 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 some yep. kind of hard nose because fucking a man, the, the LeBron not making, they couldn't make the playoffs. And you see the team, there was teams under 500 that got in. It's like fuck, dude. You couldn't get into the playoffs, man. Like, yeah, they they were they were right there at the end, but they couldn't do it. Have you you watching the playoffs though? Uh, I. I've tried not probably not as much as most. I've watched at least a little bit of most of the marquee matchups, I guess. Like the um, dude, they're all marquee matchups right now. Bro. I think the one I missed the most is the Miami series. I had, that's the one I've seen the least. I should okay, say. Okay, so that they're tied up. Yeah. So Philly just came back and tied that up. I did watch I think, the I think end of that I think when all, Harden started going off. I yes. watched the end of that. Yeah, they're yeah, all okay. tied, bro. So you got that. You got that series. You got the. Um, the uh, Bucks and Celtics. I watched that last night. They're yeah. they're tied, and and each one has one on the other's floor. So everything's out the window right now, as far exactly. as like, the home court. And then on, in in the West, um, you got Phoenix and Dallas. They're they're tied, and um, the only other one is so dude, a Ja Morant less Memphis team should have won that game yesterday. Fucking Golden State scored thirty nine in the fourth. That that team just shoots, at, bro. When they get out, when they catch fire, bro, it's not even fair. Yeah, I I it's funny, man, because I was like, oh, this is one of the few playoffs where you really you just you're gonna get a new champ. But I'm like, yo, maybe not. You're gonna get this Golden State team again. That's gonna just. Uh, I, I I kept thinking it was gonna be Phoenix's year, but if this series with Dallas goes seven, it may just be enough to like beat them down. I mean everybody else might go seven too, so who knows? But yeah, it's 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 looking that way, man. It's looking like like they said they they're all except for the Golden State Memphis series, it's all the best of three at this point. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be good coming down the stretch, man. Like, uh, uh, I'm excited because at least it, it feels unique, uh, other than the Golden State being there. But for some reason, that team feels new now. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's something about it that feels new. Uh, like uh, you almost forget that they were a dynasty like two years ago. Yep. Um, and then everybody left hasn't won anything right as of late. So you're kind of, mm-hmm. kind of. I mean, I know Miami was in the finals a couple of years ago, but. I don't know. I, I I think we still lose them sort of in, in our thought of like championship contenders, and they're always there, man. You gotta they get got credit squad, to Spolstra and Riley, man. Yes. They do. They these guys build. They don't have like the 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 like the the highest or the the biggest superstars, you know, on the team. But they have just enough talent where they go. They got a bunch of B plus players just spread across that that are just dude. If you go look at that roster, man, they got Kyle Lowry. Yeah, they but they got... have like an older Kyle. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. True, yeah. true, true, yeah, true. Yeah. But you know, their, their their squad is good. Jimmy man. Butler, right, is still Jim, on there. Jimmy Butler's still on there. Um, Adebayo is on there. Heroes on there. You're saying it's like a bunch Ola, of bees. Oladipo's no on there. Yeah, it's like it's like yo, you're better off. Do you with think, eight B pluses rather than two A's and the rest of C's? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you think Jimmy Butler's a B plus? I would say now, yeah. Jimmy Butler's not carrying like a team like through a long playoff run on his own. You know what I mean? Like when I think A plus, man, I'm thinking like I mean, obviously you think of the Lebrons of the world. I'm thinking of like the Kevin Durant who didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, 
I mean, I know I'm saying that a 37 year old LeBron could care, but you know, like I'm, I'm thinking A plus is like the Kevin Durant. I would start putting Jason Tatum in that conversation of the A plus players. Man, uh, are you putting Stephen Devin there? Booker? I would have. I don't think anymore. I think Steph is showing his age, man. Like, yeah, you think so? Man? Yeah, like he's not even. He, well, the the thing about Steph too is that he shoots, so like that's never going away. So it's not like Steph needs to play in the paint or above the rim. So I think that's gonna that's gonna sort of help elongate his career. But um, he's coming off the bench now, and he's like, you know, I think no, not content. anymore. He's, oh, did they he's start on the last? Yeah, 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 like I feel like he's content with doing that, and he goes like, yo, I did my role. I'm cool with a pool who's more athletic than me. That probably gives him a better chance, like whatever. Yep. But. Um, no, and, and I would also say, dude, Steph was there by himself and couldn't pull that off, right? Like, as good as Steph is, and he's phenomenal, all-time great shooter, probably the best shooter of all time, changed the game, absolutely. I think now the, the he changes the way basketball's played, right? You have he's to pick given, up people at half court now. Yeah, he's given hope to a lot of people. Yeah, bro, if you're five foot ten and, and you can shoot, like, yeah, you can shoot, you're yeah. like, oh, I got, I got it, I'm good. Like, So, yeah, you can't take that away from Steph, but I don't think you're carrying a team on your own if you're Steph, and it proved it. Like, the, the year that, that Clay was out and all that, they couldn't get into the playoffs either, right? Like, where they just had Steph, they couldn't even get into the playoffs. You know, it's the same, bro, and I know this, this is, like, probably an antiquated argument, but it's the same argument I used to make for D-Wade. Like, D-Wade could have made the playoffs in the East, in a, an abysmal East at that time without LeBron James and all that. And then he, uh, yeah, he won the title with Shaq. But then if you look at those years after LeBron left, um, and I think D Wade still had Bosch, and I know Bosch was like in and out of health, they never even got into the playoffs, I think, except one time. Really? And I'm like, yeah, I don't remember. I can't make, I can't put D Wade in the in a conversation with all time greats or, or because just because of that. Like, I just remember he's going, like, he's like an all time two. I wouldn't even put like him a like, like a, a like a Scottie Pippen, but I would I would put Scottie Pippen above him. I don't know, like and maybe Scottie Pippen is just maybe, because man, of the rings, but because rem- of the amount of rings. But remember, bro, Scottie went after them after that Bulls run, man. He went to he went to Portland to be the man. Yeah, and he never and did get over that. No, and Houston, dude. right? He he did Portland and Houston and never got over the hump, it right? Didn't, it didn't matter by then. Yeah, that's true. I think man. Portland was like his chance to kind of be the dude. That's true. And. Bro. But, dude, I'm excited to see how this is going to end, man. But I can't help but find, like, yo, man, this, the, the the championship pedigree for the Warriors is going to show its face here pretty soon. And, like, who beats them in seven? I don't know. I, I Like, I, I watching Phoenix, I've never seen Chris Paul so locked in. And I feel like we say that every year for the last, like, three years. Um, I just hope, like, don't, don't get hurt. Yes, stay healthy. Yeah, and then Devin hurt. Booker's the one that's hurt now. So you're just like, man, if that team can just stay because you can't win. Step up, young buck. Yeah, you you can't win a a, a final series without Devin Booker. I don't think. Not yep. yeah, but um, yeah, yep. man, I, I'm kind of hoping that that you get like one of those new guys. I would like to see Chris Paul sort of finally get his ring, man. That would be cool. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be really cool. But honestly, man, it, it, I, I think don't whatever do. would be fun to watch, man. Yeah, and and, and, and I don't know who's getting. I love the teams that are still in there. Yeah. I, I think Memphis, even though they are number two seed, is probably the odd man out. Yeah, they're the least interesting team of the bunch. But Memphis. the I love to watch them play. To be honest, yeah. man, they're, they're they're a fun team to watch. I just I, I don't think that they're gonna. I think they're probably the the least talented team. Oh, yeah. amongst the they're teams overachieving that are left. for sure. Absolutely. considering what they have. Yeah, absolutely, man. Dude, I I I've been. So impressed by JJ Reddick, bro. Have you seen him as an analyst lately on on the shows, man? I only see him on uh, like first first take. take? Yeah, yeah, he'll Dude, come he's on been there. He's good. Great on first take. He's had great insight and great takes on even the whole like race thing sometimes with really? like players. Um, Dude, I, I listen to him talk, and I'm like, yo, that's a really smart guy. Which I, I mean, I knew JJ Reddick was a smart. I mean, he went to Duke, right? You're not going to be a dumb kid, but like. 
Bro, I'm looking at him. I'm going, yo, stick him with Stephen A. Smith, and you could that could potentially be the pair that gives uh, Skip and Shannon a run because Stephen A. Smith's show has been garbage. But you know, Stephen A. Smith is the poster child for ESPN right now. Yeah, ESPN is not doing well. There, all the talent seems to be going to Fox, and what he's doing right now. So, so after he sort of got rid of um, Max Kellerman, mm-hmm. he's bringing on different people sort of throughout the show. And it doesn't work, man. And yeah, and I, I kind of like the whole Skip Shannon thing yeah, with I love the Skip two Shannon, dudes yeah. just kind of going at it on on different topics. Um, so yeah, we'll see what JJ Reddick comes Dude, I with. I feel like JJ can be that guy, or honestly, bro, replace Shaq on that on that panel with um, no, no, man. TNT. Yeah, not Shaq's be- trash. No, no, not not because Shaq is a great analyst. He's entertaining, bro. Half the time I can't understand him anyway. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand what he's saying. So yeah, he but, he, but you have to listen. He's like, he plays on the internet. I'm saying he's like, Chuck, you didn't win a ring. Yet. Yeah, yeah. That's all. His, his <laughs> argument for everything is like, Chuck, you ain't got no championship. Players like Gatorade. Play, players like Gatorade. Uh, <laughs> like he just be saying dumb shit, bro. And you're like, and it'll be like, mm, nobody, everybody, everybody in the room know who the real, the real players are. And they're the ones drinking Gatorade out of the bottle, not the cup. <laughs> Just be saying dumb shit, bro. You're like, the fuck, Shaq? Like, he always sound like he got hit in the head with something. Always, and he's coming too. Like he's just, I don't know, bro. Like, uh, I feel like JJ by by Casa Dragones tequila. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by <laughs> <laughs> shit, bro. Oh man, uh, yo, no, have no. you had a refill since we started? Fuck yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> I've been drinking the same one. I, I like tell I, you, we we about one fifty in right we, now. Yeah, we officially <laughs> hit the one fifty mark. You right? We officially hit the one fifty mark. Wait, wait, yep, officially. All right, man. Yo, I wanted to go off on this last one that we talked about the NBA draft and hiring people, man. Yeah, because this story here, um, it's about Dollar Tree. <laughs> for, those, for those of y'all who don't know what Dollar Tree is, I don't know. I don't know if these guys span nationwide or whatever. Dollar Tree is a store that that typically sold things historically for a dollar. Yeah. Recently, they've had to raise their prices. Now they're at dollar twenty five, so they they should be they should change their name to dollar twenty five tree. Yeah. But real. anyway, this one in um, Brennan, Indiana. So this dude basically, the manager of the store, he basically was like saying no to his Gen Z employees. And so <laughs> he was fired because he put up this handwritten sign outside his store. So he had, he had to close his store. But the reason why he had to close it was funny. He wrote on his note, and I quote, I apologize for us closing again. My new cashiers quit because I said their boyfriends couldn't stand here for their entire shift. Don't hire Gen Zs. They don't know what work actually means. Now hiring baby boomers only. <laughs> I bet you got flooded with applications after that one. Yeah, but you know what? I was like, I think the guy got his generations fucked up because baby boomers are let me see i wrote this shit down they were born between 1946 and 1964 so what's that your 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 youngest are gonna be what i'm i'm about to be 48 you're gonna be 58 58 is your are your youngest 
That's who you're trying to hire? I mean, I guess you could. I guess that's what you want at Dollar Tree. Or Dollars Tree. <laughs> Dollar 25 Dollar tree. Dakota Tree. <laughs> Dollar in the branch. Or fucking, what, a Dollar Tree. I don't know, some fucking Then I thing. was like, yo, what's up with the Gen X? Yo, is that you? Right? You Gen yeah, X? Yeah, oh, Gen X. Yeah. And you're Y, right? I think so. What is Y? I'm a millennial. You're a millennial. So yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah that's, that's why. why. Bro, my daughter Z, hit me with that Z's shit the other day. Yeah, Z's our kids, and my daughter hit me with that shit the other day. We were playing Uno, bro. She was making up fucking rules. And I was <laughs> like, bro, she knew some dumb shit about stacking. Have you heard about this in Uno? I have heard. Oh, yes, you can you stack. You stack the same number or whatever. Uh, I thought it was like 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 a draw two. You no, could, no. You could stack a draw bro, two. Bro, this, this girl trying to tell me that she has like twos, let's say twos in like five different colors. Okay. So she's stacking all the twos of the same color, and she gets to play them all in one shot. Get the fuck out yeah, of bro, here. Yeah, bro, that's a fucking crock of shit. Anyway, she goes, that's how Gen Z plays. And then she goes, okay, millennial. And I was like, the ah. fuck? <laughs> I, was like, the, I was like, fuck these kids, that's, yo. I'm done I'm playing. proud of her for knowing you was, you was fucking millennial. I, initially, she goes, okay, like, boomer. Then she goes, actually, okay, millennial. And I was like... Wow, that she just skipped X. She yeah, she. I'm, we I'm have like, a forgotten generation, man. Yeah, we do, man. Because yeah, I, that's that. That's true, bro. We don't really talk about them that much. But I was wondering, man, like, because I look at my kids now, and one of the big things that I have, or one of the big conversations that I have with my with my two oldest, is like, yo, know, like, are you guys thinking about like what things interest you and whatever? I know for a fact. That they look and and I do not hate my job, right? And I work from home, but I don't I don't come out of there in a bad mood. I don't like I don't dread going to work, right? I like I like what I do. Yeah. But they look at both my wife and I, and they're like, nah, like yeah. not doing that. It is, bro, and and I know this this generation, especially because of the hiring crisis right now, gets like this um, notion that they're not hard workers, right? I think that notion's just antiquated at this point bro like we're living in the generation of like it's Instant not even gratification bro. i don't even know that it's that bro you don't I think, think bro i think it's hard work it's for the birds it's passionate work you know what i'm saying like i feel like these kids just bro it's like the greatest time alive to make money it's not the greatest time to be an employer if you have sort of a, a mundane job that you just All need right. someone to do like like dollar tree yeah, because so many because so many people are out there making a living doing I, I want to say dumb shit, but just dumb shit like shit that we would have thought you would never make money off of, right. right? Like if you like, you know, it's like the Gary Vee thing. If you're passionate about peanut butter, you can monetize that in some way now, like uh, making YouTube videos or whatever. Like, I think this generation has sort of like shelved the the notion that you have to work hard and be loyal to this company and do this and that like they they've sort of like the nah bro i can do like look at all these other like examples that they have i feel like our generation didn't take the risks that this or maybe we did but to a smaller extent and then these guys just took it further and realized like they monetize passions bro better than any of us and so like it's hard to say that anybody grows up and wants to be a cashier or right. um you, you know like i feel like almost maybe his 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 plight i guess for to try to hire boomers is probably the right one because you figure you hire people who are retiring who just want like a like a mindless job that they can do right. and then do, like maybe that's the right call because i feel like our kids bro aren't going to be into like this is why you're you're gonna go. You have to go AI and you have to go like I was just terminals say, and man, all like, that. What you happens after that, right? Like you have to do like some kind of AI. You, you have, have to, to do some yeah. kind of you know self checkout. 
Yes. For those stores. Yeah, you have to. I think I think we're going to get to the point where that's all there's, there's going to be. And you hire like a, I don't know, like a, a security guard. Yes, that's it. You hire a security guard or you hire um, yeah, and you hire people to run shit. Like, and even that, right? Even you that's going to be automated, you right? You just put cameras. The door just locks <clears throat> on you. You can't get out. So you put your shit back. You know what I mean? Like somebody's going to figure all this shit out. Right, and you're just gonna right. Go, that's true, bro. Like it, the jobs just shift from that to like robotics to artificial intelligence to like and that you can get kids on board with, right? Like programming, like, uh, you know, building robots, building hologram, whatever it is, like that you can get. I just feel like all these jobs that are sort of mundane and repetitive and like aren't, don't require a lot of brain power. Like it's just, I think our kids look at that. And like you said, they may look at us and, and even if you don't hate your job, they're just going, yeah, that doesn't look like you're passionate about it. Or that doesn't look fun. Or that doesn't look like right. the, it's rewarding or whatever it is. And I feel like we're just in this generation, like entitled or not, where these kids feel entitled, I think to happiness in every aspect of their life. And that's, and, 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 and that's what, what's wrong too. with that. Right. Yeah. And, and right. And I think for us, we look at it as like, man, fuck these kids. But it's also right. like, if you asked us, bro, like we would take it. I think we're bitter because we didn't figure that out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And for, for me, it wasn't even like, I was never bitter. Oh, I'm not bitter about it now. Mm-hmm. Um, my mindset was different because of the way that I was brought up where it was just like, yo, like my mother, my mother pushed, you know, get good grades and then you go to college and then you get a good job. Right. And then, and then even, even after sort of graduating college and, and, and getting into a job, it was like, when I left my first job, it was like, well, what are you doing? He's like, you should stay with that company for 20 years because that's, you know what I mean? Like you that, get that's the a, watch and you're, you're right. loyal and that's a fortune 500 a, and yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and these, and these, these kids are just brought up in a different world, man. So think about that. Like that well, like, like, like the chances we took leaving like, you know, fortune 500s and all that. And then now like th- there's only going to be like an evolution of that. Right. And our kids just become the like, why do I need them? Like the internet has changed it to where everybody really can has. be an entrepreneur. Everybody can be a producer of whether it's content, whether it's goods, whether it's services, whether like like the Internet has literally completely shifted the dynamics of human beings in a way that like I don't think anything before it has because you like because of the Internet. You said like you can be a TV producer, you can be a director, you can be um you know, a, a, a seller of services. You can be a seller of actual goods because now you can go track down manufacturers. You can do like it. You know, back in the day, it was like how many people got a TV show? How many people got to be a, a, an entrepreneur and get a deal with Sears and whatever and sell your product? Like now, it's it's so accessible to everybody that I think it's just the market's so different. I even you know we have the conversation about college all the time. I don't think college in its current state is going to serve the next generation of employees because i don't think there's going to be a next generation of employees like there is now man it's going to be the next generation of producers right like of in in whatever capacity like or entrepreneurs or and i'm sure like we'll come full circle and there's going to be people who are just going to go like i just want to go work again bro and just like <laughs> somebody tell me what to do and do that like you, it's right, inevitable right. right like but and you'll still have those right yeah and what, what what is that what is that saying where it's like um like hard times but create strong men yeah. Strong men create easy times. Easy times create weak men. Men. And then weak men create hard, hard times. Time. It's like a never-ending circle, it's, man. It's like, a, like cyclical, right? So I wonder if we are getting into that into that portion of where strong men have created easy times. 
and then we'll see what comes out of that. Yeah, it's like the somebody has a good take on that. That's basically like, yeah, I worked hard so I can show up to work in like a Benz one day, with the with the hope that my son will show up in a in a in a Porsche. Yes, and then yes. with the hope that his my grandchild will show up in a Ferrari. But then his kids going back in a bicycle, back to, right? Kind of like goes like full circle, and you're just like, yeah, man, it's so true. Like, um, yeah, it, it's different when when things are easy. So it, there's gonna be a shift, man. It just I think we're like two decades away from like another like shift of like where do things go, and it's you know, gonna take something I don't know drastic. I wonder, man, and, and I, I kind of fight with this with myself because I go like, man, I want to give my kids as much as I can, right? And where it's like you know we already have like their college is already paid for, and 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 whether they use it or not is gonna be up to them. But you know we've been looking at like properties, and you go. Oh, it would be awesome to, by the time that they're adults, to be able to go like, yo, here's a property for you. Here's one for you. Here's one for you. I I fight with the notion that giving, giving, giving doesn't breed the hard work that it takes to get that. Yeah, because I guess you have to think about why is it that you want to do that? And then your why sort of is what pushes you. So then what is your children's why? Like I get, but, right. you know, like does their why then become like I want to do two properties, right? Like maybe they well, get you inspired, hope, right? By that, right? Yeah, you yeah. Hope, you hope that, but but then you go. Let's say I have three kids, so let's just go. One out of those three probably is gonna go like, nah, like I'm good with the yeah, one. Yeah, it's paid for for sure. Yeah, and I'm gonna go and 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 you know work a menial job and or or not. Yeah, like I don't gotta work that hard. I got yeah, a place, right? You know, but. Dude, I wonder, would that bother you? Like, if you did that for your kid and your kid goes, yo, I'm happy, I'm working, I'm, I'm working at Dollar Tree, I got a paid off place, um, I get to do what I want, I wake up every day, I'm, I'm excited, like, is that a win? Like, as a parent? I guess to see your kid's happy, it, it will be. Right, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and then, But if he's going, uh, I'm working at Dollar Tree. Right. You know, if it's right. that, again, if, if you're excited and you're going like, ah, I work at this place. I, I got to work, you know, whatever, 30 hours a week. That's good for me. I get to go to the beach. I get to go do what I want. I, I get a little bit of cash on the side. My place is paid off. Like, I'm loving life. Yeah, I think because we used to measure success with dollars, and I yep. think now we sort of measure it with smiles, right? Like, in a, in a sense, like, of I think the measurement of success now has become, like, yo, are you happy every day when you wake up and you're about to go do what you're about to do? Like, like I think now that mindset, like, we used to look at success as, a, like, yo, the, 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 the person with the fancy clothes and cars and whatever. Right, like, right. And now I think that mindset has shifted, like, yo, that person gets up and does whatever they want. And that want could be at the Dollar Tree or that want could be whatever, but they're doing whatever it is that they want and they're happy about it. Um, and I think that's become that's sort of the new measurement for success, right? Like, and um, yeah, I, like if you give that to your kids, they may disappoint you because of the expectation that you had of something else. But you go if they're truly happy. But if you give without expectation, right? Then then you won, and so did they. Like, right? Yeah, I know, man. That's gonna yeah, be. man. That's true, bro. How are we doing on time, bro? Yeah, we're hour seventeen in, bro. Oh we, shit! We, All right. Well, let me hit you up with this one real quick. Um. Did you hear about the bomb threat at Home Depot? Uh-uh. All right. So there was a bomb threat at Home Depot in Wichita, Kansas. The patrons came out of there, and, and or, or they said there was a guy in the bathroom and was threatening or saying that there was a bomb in the building. Right? So they get everybody out, whatever, but they go look for this guy, right? The security goes look for this guy. They find the guy. And after locating him, he was like, no, there's no bomb in the building. 
He goes, I was in the bathroom and I was telling the people that I was fixing to blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> y'all would have been going to jail, bro, because I'd be saying, I'm about to blow this shit up. Y'all, y'all might want to move. <laughs> and I quote, I'm fixing to blow it up. I done said that a few times in my life, man, for oh sure. Oh, my God, bro. Like, oh, that's so funny, dude. I have one more, man, before we go, to Do it. You saw this Ohio State senator, man? Um, I'm trying to get the senator's name because it's not on my story for some stupid reason. Um, I'm going to hold on. I, I got to fight it right here. So, okay, here we go. So, Republican Ohio State Senator Andrew Brenner. Okay. Um, so, he is... Um, they're pushing this distracted driving bill like and they're having so is it like for texting and shit yes for anything where you're distracted while you're driving okay. they're they're trying to push this bill he's been one of like the big supporters of it and trying to push it through what does it do um so i'll tell you right now um considering a bill proposing a crackdown on distracted driving so it's essentially to remove or to make it illegal to do anything that is distracting while you're driving. Okay. Doesn't really give details on what that means. But, um, oh, so anything where you're not paying attention. So he said, if I'm not paying attention to. Yeah, it could be fucking doing makeup. It could you're be on your anything. phone, you're eating, yep. whatever, right? Anyway, so they have this big Zoom call to discuss the bill and push forward. And so he can argue his case. He is driving. <laughs> <laughs> While he's on the Zoom call. <laughs> and I was like, yo, the only shit that could have made this better and it would have had to pass the bills if he would have crashed. He'd <laughs> <laughs> like, be like, see, this is why you need the bill. This is why you need the bill. Like, I did it today to prove the point. Should have taken one for the team, for real. But it's funny as shit because you know how in Zoom you can change the background? Yeah. So he changes the background to make it look like an office, but he's got the seatbelt going across <laughs> his body. <laughs> it's so it's so funny. And then in the middle of the call, bro, you can see him turn on the blinker and he's looking both ways. <laughs> but he changes the background. It's like, bro. Oh, that's so good. You know, and we you can know see those you, fucking right? Gray- <laughs> Bro, I was like, you can't make this shit up, yo. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's so good. Yo, before we go, man. Yo, first of all, thank y'all to everybody who's been down with us. If you listen to fucking one episode, like, we appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but if y'all been down with us for the for the first hundred, um, this shit has gone by way too fast. But it's been a blast. Any moments, man, from the first hundred that, that kind of hit you? Yeah, dude, there's uh, I, I, there's two that I can think of immediately. Uh, so one is during the sort of, um, I don't know, like the unsettling times after the whole George Floyd thing yep. and all that. And I remember we had some pretty serious That ones, was like right? in the beginning. Yeah, then, very, right? very beginning. It was yeah. like within our first month or two, yeah. man. And I remember us recording outside, actually. Yes. And, and we the had fucking a bird. And the yeah. <laughs> yep. that bird was not chirping the whole time. <laughs> But we had like some really emotional ones. Like I remember there's some in there, man. We had some emotional conversations behind around race. Uh, oh, and I think we were yeah. talking about experiences that I had sort of experienced uh, personally or even with my kids and all that. Um, so some of those stand out because I do remember getting input on some of that afterwards that people were just like, and, and that was very early on, right? So we did this not expecting really anybody to listen. Right. And I remember people like, you know, bringing those up and going like, wow, like, yeah, I heard your conversation about this. And, and just like the dialogue behind that. Um, 
And then the other one, man, for whatever reason, uh, the story behind uh, me going to the NASCAR race and the damn it, Juan Pablo oh, thing. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, just because yeah. it was so fun. But, on uh, you know, thinking about the whole racist thing, too, it was just a thing that I remember. Like, it, obviously, it's a super fond memory for me personally of just being in a scenario that I would have never been in with people that I would have never hung out with and just having that good of a time. But I, I just remember us uh, in the on the podcast, we had so much fun, that podcast, and then just talking about that story, man. So those are, those are two that always... Um, um, Bill, with, with the whole F1 thing in, in Miami this week, mm-hmm. I thought about, like, I actually had thoughts about, oh, man, I should take my kids to, to like, uh, an F1 or, or, or NASCAR or something, right? And I thought about that episode and, and your and your experience mm-hmm. with, with, with uh, you know, rooting for Juan Pablo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but, but, but for me, man, the one that stuck out for me, and I don't remember what episode this was either, um, but it was your household got sick and and you were sick. I don't know if you, one of your kids was sick and whatever. Yeah. And how we pivoted. So, and with the help of Amazon <laughs> and right. And we bought like, like I, I, I had, like I had to buy a mic yep. and we found software like within like a two day period. Yeah. We pivoted and said, we have to do this shit remotely. How do we do it? And we bought the equipment for both of us, the software, whatever, and we did it, and we didn't miss a beat. Um, this is a hundred episodes. I, I want to say in this two year span, which I think our our two year um, our two year anniversary, I think is on the sixteenth of May. That's one. Yeah, that's one. That's when the first episode dropped. So you figure we've skipped a total of maybe three, four weeks in that. I don't years? think. I think maybe, maybe two. Bro. Maybe two. Yeah. Because yeah, you said I was sick that time, and. Uh, and uh, and we didn't skip. We did two, what, two weeks in a row of virtual? Maybe three? Yeah. And then we skipped last week, right? Because I was yeah. sick. And we might have skipped another one. So maybe maybe four. So I do remember weeks. one other week that we skipped, but we doubled up, man. And like that's funny. I went back as I was uh, looking okay. for this. There was a week where we released two. And there was, well, the one we had a technical difficulties. That's right. And then we released two. And then we, we were back, back to back, right? Back, man. Um, but no, man, like, yo, thank you, man. Yeah. You know, thank you for your consistency. Um, and I think that, you know, that has been a huge part of, of this podcast. And one of the things that I enjoy and I look forward to where it's like every week we're doing this, we're bringing it to you. And, and if and like I said earlier, if you guys out there have heard one or a hundred or somewhere in between, we appreciate you guys listening. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. This, man, we love the 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 feedback, good or bad. We love the people trying the drinks. We love you know, man, one of the things like, bro, the people who supported us doing this, like you said, we get together once a week and yeah, we, we get to, we get to have a hang and drink and talk shit and whatever. But there's also like prep during the week. Absolutely. There's rooms in our house that are being consumed with like gear. There's, you know, like there's just shit that we that we do all the time, man. And I think just our, our family and our friends and all that supporting us, man, has, has been uh, awesome. Uh, they said we didn't have uh, expectations of grandeur doing this, man. We just had fun. So, man, I appreciate you like riding out with me uh, for Absolutely, this last uh, two years, bro. I was like, Sean gonna get sick of me <laughs> four weeks in. <laughs> You're like, uh, Juan, I ain't coming over this so, week. Yeah. <laughs> but, bro, I think that, like you said, man, the fact that we stuck to it, like, like it being sick or, or whatever, we see shit going on, we're like, yo, fuck it, we'll make it happen. We do it. Very rarely have we had the push. Like you said, I think you're right, man. I think we've only ever pushed two. And, um, and even then, I think those aren't 
those are hard choices for us to like. Like we keep going like one more day, one more day, right, one more like, day. We'll do tomorrow, we'll do tomorrow, yeah, yeah, tomorrow, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then and then I think at uh, you know at the point where we feel like all right, man, if the quality of the show is gonna thing, we're just gonna roll around a day later. Let's just you know roll. But yeah, dude, I I I look forward to this every week. It's one of the funnest things I do. Uh, it changes the way I look at even news articles or conversations with people yeah. and. It's hilarious, bro, because people send me shit throughout the whole week. Like, I get, like, my brother, like, everybody just sends me shit. Like, they'll send me stories, like, after story, after That's story. Dope. It's just of, like, you know, this, this, this. And, I, and, I'll, and I'll bookmark a lot of them and then go right. through. And, and it just makes me think about things differently and all that. Uh, uh, I, I don't watch the news the same. Uh, I, I think I used to have, like, a really negative um, sort of relationship with the news. And now I just look for, like, the, okay, what's the what's the carbon footprint? Good, bad, or whatever. different, yep. And then what's the shit that... I can find the joke in there that we can, even if it's not supposed to be joked about. You know? Absolutely. And I know you and I have like twisted ass sense of humor. So I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, it'll be the story that I'm like, nah, there's not supposed to be anything funny in this. So let's, let's figure it out. <laughs> and then last but not least, um, our wives, man, uh, both of them, you know, have been supporting us throughout the last two years. Um, and then it seems like every year they kind of do something for us. Last year, they, uh, I think my wife got us like the little glass thing. Yeah. This year, both our wives made t-shirts. So if y'all watching the video, um, I'm wearing one, Juan's wearing one. We both got both of these. Yeah. Um, got another there's black a, here. There's another microphone there that my, that, that my wife made, man. So, uh, love you guys. Thank you. Dude, and your brother-in-law oh, made yeah, brother -in -law the, the made wood the footprint. We, Which is your brother-in-law's design? Yes, my right? so yeah, exactly. Yeah, my brother-in-law made the logo. So shout out to my brother-in-law who, who made the logo. Your brother-in-law created us that sign. We got a table coming soon with the thing on it. Who's like a, a friend? You know, one of my uncle's neighbors who builds domino tables and stuff. And um, yeah, man, it's cool to see everybody like in some capacity, like always it's contributing, contribute, yeah, and supporting and, and doing that stuff. Man, it's been fun. It's so fun, dude. Absolutely, dude, dude. So, man. Hundred more, bro. All right, man. On that. We will see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.